Hi folks, welcome to Clam from the Stands, um, a bit of departure from our normal format tonight. We're just going to go straight into it, okay? Ooh. The clan are on fire, okay? Yeah. My goodness, since our last podcast, what a turn of events. Um, eight straight wins in a row, um, which potentially would equal a, cl- a club record, could break the record tomorrow against Coventry Blaze at home. Um, things are clicking on the ice, uh, fans are feeling good, so... Let's just get into that goodness, right? Let's just talk. <laughs> what the hell has happened here, right? Is it a is it a miracle? What is going on? What well, do we think, guys? I Come can't on. help but say I told you so because I backed the big man at the start by saying tactically he's got to have something about him, and obviously there was things going wrong, and he's fixed it. He's dropped. He's changed the lines about. He's changed the defensive partners about, and then obviously we've got the brick wall at the back um, between the pipes has been outstanding and to go to places like Cardiff Nottingham back to back Sheffield that is I mean if you'd have said to us we'll get a point out of those four games we'd have bit your hand off for it let yep, alone eight time. points for those four games <laughs> so I, I mean it's been it's been pretty good and it's not not not. I'm going to say it's not like all fancy hockey but they're they're, they're playing as a team Bottom line is like it's a team. It looks mm-hmm. like a team ethic. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. You can see it. It, it, it kind of relates back to remember a couple of seasons ago when Fife, when we hear like Jake Doty, and Fife had um, that kind of set up where they were all dead happy and taking the mic out of everybody and blood uh, off. Yeah, yeah, they had right. blood off. Who was the guy that he was signed? Healus. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, let, let, he, let's let, let's not remember that season. That was not a but, season. No, no. <laughs> See that season, you could see that the chemistry within their team. There's a few good factors, certainly. Yeah, and there was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, there's definitely a togetherness with the, mm-hmm. the the clan team. I mean, even if you go to the when Springer was in in Nottingham, and there was that. I think it was Tansky that Lapine started to try and fight with. Then Pufal jumped in to do something, and then obviously um, Ross the boss just rocked up um, with with Springer and. And and he then took took the the kind of lead of it, but they were all willing to back each other up. Which okay, you can say team toughness and everything else, but it just shows that we're not going to be pushed about really. It's um, good, yeah. it, it, it gives <coughs> it gives gives your your, uh, your your better players a chance to play when you know that you've got these guys. These guys have got your back, but <coughs> just just um, talking about when things. Uh, turned around for us when you after we <coughs> we took the, the uh, two beatings for Dundee and then we lost to Belfast, Bel- uh, Cardiff Cardiff then we come up the road and lost to Belfast then I think we went back to Cardiff is that right and we lost to yeah. Belfast in the Challenge Cup correct then we went back down to Cardiff and like you say we well, I think in the next four games I'll be happy to get out of this come up the road with at least one point out of these and we've just absolutely smashed it <laughs> since then it's been it's it's, it's not been amazing uh, flash hockey but it's been enjoyable it's been enjoyable it's been good to watch which is not the most important thing results are the most important but um, it's been it's been good to watch um, for me it, it all comes down to Colleen uh, getting these victories um, 
not to be the one to say I told you so, but I did say when he, he came, uh, when we'd seen him like, after the first four games or whatever, we all kind of had our mind made up that he was going to be like the main ingredient in, in our side um, and how he would keep his in-games that we normally would be out of earlier. And it uh, is absolutely mentally breaking teams down that they can't get enough goals or get away from us in games the way they would have if he wasn't in nets for us. Uh, you can see it. If, if we go into any game, the way I feel right now is if we go into any game and if we're only one or two goals behind going into a third period, I feel we have got a right... I, would, I wouldn't put us out at any game now. It's okay saying that, oh, you're only two goals behind, but in other seasons gone by, if it was the same situation, you wouldn't bet us coming back. But when you've got Colleen there just being absolutely solid, you just feel it's it's knocking teams out of their, their, their natural has proof. Has had five or six man-of-the-matches or something? I mean, so it's something that ridiculous like that. Against Nottingham was a prime example. And there was there one was... he never got up. They gave it to Laporte and he was outstanding yeah. in that game. He should have got it as well. they probably just try to change it up a bit. But li- listen, Laporte has been excellent as well. I, I don't think... I pretty good. Aye, but I, I, I would single him out because just because I don't feel... He's getting the recognition that other folk are getting. He does like a Matt Keith job, doesn't he? He's like he's one of these guys that does the dirty things. But, and but he can play. Yeah. The boy can he's got play. Good hands. He can skate. He's got speed. He's strong. Uh, it's for me as well. The 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 guys, the lead, the people that weren't so great at the start, the lead hammer and Poufal. I thought Puffal was okay the first the pre seasons, then faded away, but. Um, just, just the guys that nobody was really talking about after the first four or five games seem to be the guys that people are talking about now. Um, we'll lead that. He's scoring important goals. Um, so it's just all coming together and we are absolutely bathing in the ecstasy of it. See, it's great. See, I mean, see the thing with Colleen as well. Like, there was a, I was watching was the Not- one of the Nottingham games and basically it was a, a one-on-one where we were never catching. I think it was um, was it Larkowitz that was through, or anyway, <coughs> um, basically we, we, they were skating through, and it was one on one. And out of nowhere, you seen Colleen literally, maybe about a yard off the blue line, skated out and dived towards him and hit it away like we stick to the to the outer boards, right? Now. He was almost playing like a Peter Schmeichel type sweeper role where he came flying out and everything he seems to do and when he gets interviewed they were saying to him, so what's what's the kind of keys? Like, I'm just having fun. Mm. He, he's enjoying his hockey yeah. and that's, I mean it's like any job, if you enjoy your job, it's not hard work to do and do it. But some of the things he does, I mean even penalty shots, at one point he tried a cartwheel save just because he wanted to try a cartwheel <laughs> save, not because... That was the right thing to do. He just wanted to try it's, it. It's fastly but, becoming his signature move. That can't be. He gloves things out of nowhere. He's he's strong. Like so, see when there's like a bit of a melee, if you would call it that, in front of the crease, he is strong enough to dive face first out. And I mean, we we were talking about saving made against Belfast. 
and he had no right to get it and he literally jumped towards the puck as in I mean the guy must have been about four or five yards from him and he literally just jumped right on top of the puck and mm. yeah for me it, it, see when he makes a big save the entire crowd gets lifted it's not just like from it's the same as if there's a huge hit or whatever else everybody's really geared up so see if, if we're under the caution he makes a huge save the whole atmosphere changes and it starts raising the roof again and it's, it's really cool because I think he does I mean we did speak about him last year as well and I think I mean the plaudits that he's getting he's deserved them because I mean he's he's been unbelievable um, and he's probably out and out he's probably the best netminder I've ever seen at Brayhead yeah. yeah well I'm going to make my assessment less scientific I think Fitzy is the fucking messiah that's it simple as that right we've stumbled upon the messiah he's taken that beard he used to have those teeth he used to have what teeth meshed meshed them them together and like fed it to these guys like as like some kind of weird weird spell and then like you know like you know Matthew listen you're in Glasgow mate you're you're Matty Roy right that's it right because so many people are going to get your name wrong right that's it but you are he's the king he this guy is like Still knows where to be. He's he's a menace in front of the net. He he is, he works incredibly hard. You know, Rasmus Bierum is just a sexy assassin. That's it. Simple as simple yeah, as that. He's really stepped up this year. Yeah, really Colleen, Colleen is like having a a goal that's that's filled with cement with a couple of tiny little gaps in it. Right. I mean, it's like you know, puck, and, and puck, then puck size exactly holes. puck size holes. And then you got you got Springer having like a couple of assists. You're like, what's going on here? Yeah. Well, you know Springer, what I mean? you've got you know, probably give... as many assists as he has had fights, and you're just like, <laughs> you know. And then like we said when we mentioned, you know, guys like Laporte, and you know, I mean, you can go through, and then I mean, Tansky is the ginger Gretzky. That's it. Yeah. Simple as that. Like he's. You know, if he's not in the that that Hall of Fame thing <laughs> at some point, right? Get him up there now, right? Get Tansky up there now. So that that's the that's the less scientific review. But I, I do think you mentioned team. You know, I remember Pete Russell said that last year about like he doesn't believe in big budget. He always talked about this budgets. You know, there's always this thing here. You know, but the big budget teams, arena teams. He says I don't believe in big budgets. I believe in good teams. And what we have now is a good team. So mm. we we are. You can look at other teams and say individually they have maybe a better roster right but as a collective unit at the moment we are a team and I think you're right I think I think it's built around Colleen realising he may be our core strength so give him the opportunity to make the difference yeah. and then confidence just comes from there where you go do you know what we don't have to score six goals to win this game yeah. two, two might two do, do yeah. and, that, and that's the thing the difference between last year is like the excitement is different because last year we were a more free scoring team right um, but this year, it's like we're we're like I think you you know our work rate and and just the way that we we you know the guys work for each other out there you know both offensively defense it's just we are a better collective than other teams we're kind of up against at the moment. You look at Belfast. Belfast are a great team. They just two two nights back to back. They couldn't solve Colleen. They couldn't solve him. Yeah. They just they seem he not did. to be and it's psychologically these teams. It's just it wears you down. The guy is it. Kalich or whatever you want to call him I mean Kalich, he looked like a lump of wood for them right but he was constantly trying to pick a fight with Springer like you could see him chirping like do you want to go and hats off to kind of Springer as well because Fitzy's obviously coaching him better because he's picking when he's doing his things he's not reacting he's not losing the rag he obviously understands how these guys think but if you look at like the plus and minuses Jordan Haywood as well he's plus 11 yeah, he's been. I I was really impressed. I remember Colin and I talking at the at the, the Dundee. I mean, I don't remember those games, but he was one that stood out. That I thought he looked he looked like he 
had something. I thought he looked good, but um, but I think it's interesting with the goal. You know, you look at the goal. You know, the, the results and the goal, and you kind of it's not. We're not scoring many highlight real goals. We're getting yeah. a lot of like like you know just dirty goals in front of net, being the right place, right time. But we're there's a lot of highlight real saves. Um, yeah. And that and I think that tells the story. And it's like like you said, he's keeping us in the no. games, and then we're finding a way. We just have guys like guys like like you know Matty Roy, which is what he's going to be called now, right? Simple as he's in Glasgow. Chad Brown can be called Chad Brown. We can cope with that, right? And Chaddy Boy instead or something, right? But you know these these guys are just right place, right time, and we're and as I say, it's not they're not the flashiest finish. I know we had we had a, we have had a couple of nice goals, but you're not. I remember last year, some of the goals were like highlight and some yeah. of the I remember Conley scoring some of the best goals I've ever seen, but. Now you're kind of going. It's like we're we're, we're a different type of team this year. Kind of blue collar. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Scary. Yeah, yeah. Kind of blue collar, hard, yeah. Team, hard work. You grind them down and the, grind the chances out. One yeah. of the best, probably one of the best power play goals I've seen set up by. Um, Ledhammer's one. Yeah. It was Ledhammer. Oh, it was outstanding. Oh, they were seeing it by goals. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. He had everybody, including us, watching, thinking he was going yeah. to slap shot that. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he played that little shot pass, he literally only had to do his opening yeah. stick. And it, and yeah. it was well, here's the other thing as well. Like Matt, Matt Becker not even in the lineup well, in in this. So I mean, you're looking. If, if well, if you look at you know look like let's look at last year. You know. Barcon, he was he was he was one of our top. I mean, he was an amazing form last year, Matt Becker. Mm-hmm. So you're looking, he's one of the guys you'd be depending on for you know X amount of points mm-hmm. a season. Not and, and I think what I think about Becker, I know some people you know have different opinions on Becker. I like him because I feel he's one of those he, he's one of those guys that does the unexpected and will will try the pass that's the you know that's maybe a ten percent chance of success. Pat, but he, he tries those passes and if, if it hits, it's a goal. Um, and I think that's a different dimension that at the moment you know we're without and yet we're still on the streak I mean imagine I don't know if he's going to be back tomorrow against Coventry let's hope he is we're you know well here's the thing we're, we're, you know interesting though right when you're that hot do you where do you where, where, where do you slot him in he comes like, in but where does he come in straight to the fourth line right no. <laughs> because well I think well, Lee Palmer Lee Palmer's is playing, in the top line yeah, yeah. Has, has, yeah and he's he's scoring not only that, he's doing the kind of dirty things and letting the other guys work. But if you look at, if you look at like Pitt, you, you put Roy, sorry, on you. I was going to say sorry, Pitt Roy. Yeah. And, Pitt and who sorry? Oh, so Matt Roy. Matty Roy. Um, <laughs> they're Roy. they're a point a game. Um, Bierum's just over a point a game. Rose a point a game. Baker okay, he's only played three, but he was a point a game. Yeah. And you've got guys like Laporte who are point eight. Um, Tansky, I think he's point four, but. Every line's contributing, right? But if you look at Fitzy's running four line hockey all the time, the Brits are getting a good run out. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's playing like Muso and, and, and the Brit line. There was a, a young lad there against Belfast on the Saturday who was number seventy mm-hmm. and he was a big bit of a he was he was a, a bit of a unity a boy and, and he wasn't scared to kinda of throw it and he didn't look at a place. Um, but basically he's playing four line hockey, you can see it, he's putting the Brits on, he had the Brits on against their top line. Yeah. On a Saturday night, and again they done okay. Um, so you you've got to kind of give him a bit of credit for that as well. He's running the four lines, which is maybe giving these guys a wee bit extra in the gas tank because I mean you can't just run three lines constant. It definitely helps your top your top line anyway yeah. running the, the the four lines. But I don't know what the stats are. But <coughs> if you're losing goals, I remember there was a spell. Maybe it was a, must be in the Dundee games when I we tended when I tended to look at who was on ice when we were losing a lot of the goals. It was the fourth line 
boys. Yeah, I remember that. Maybe yeah. half half of them. Yeah, yeah. The, the home yeah. game anyway, so it's got its pros and cons. So we're watching it with Becca then back to the original question. Yeah, yeah what, um, what do you think? What, what mm, you know? It's an interesting do, one. Does you bring Matt Becker in and you put him back on that top line? Does that change the dynamic of this team? Is the question I think. Well, exactly, and, and you look at when I think about last year, right? This is where the question comes from. I think about last year, and I look at the change we made with Grattan, right? So we had Grattan and Connolly on the same line. Now Grattan and Connolly, in their own individual right, both excellent players. Like Grattan right. contributed goal wise. He was contributing. There's no doubt about that. But what happened is when we took him out and we brought Stupka in and then we shuffled the lines, what you then had, you know, you look at the different lines, you, you had guys on each line that would, you know, you know, where you had maybe a Connolly or, or somebody, I mean, I know Grant was gone, or maybe a Becker who's not exactly the best two-way guy, right? Oh. Defensively, maybe not. that's not his thing. It's not why he's there, typically. You had somebody like a Stupka on that line that would do the dirty work, that would be the two-way person and his speed bailed us oh. out. And all of a sudden, we're not leaking as many goals. We're, and I think what you get is that balance, right? Instead of just having you know three three amazing hockey players, which you think should the chemistry should be there, yeah. the challenge you have there is are you carrying two guys who just can't can't contribute defensively? Oh. So you're you're struggling. So you know the question is, do we think Becker just drops back in there, or do you think maybe he tries to put him in a, a lower line to try and you know because that's maybe to strengthen that lower line? What do you think? If you look at Roy, oh, Matt, I'm going to say I'm going to say what, but Matt, if you're calling Matt Roy, Matt Roy, he yeah. he is he defends as well. I mean, he's in the PK. Yeah, yeah, he, he does a whole load of other bits and pieces. Yeah. But Leithammer seems to be up and down the ice. So yeah. well, that's that's Leithammer's role, right? That's yeah. got that, you know being on like that's absolute. His but role then, is there not to be the top scorer. He's there to that, do a job, you know. But you've got that then. If you do put Matt Beck in, does that line then become more dangerous because they're all running Maybe. together now? Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of it's, it's a hit and miss. I don't, I don't, the I, thing is, you could change it. I mean, if you put him in, it doesn't work. Change it. Mm-hmm. Like take him out and put him in the, the third or whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, to answer Phil's question, the Brit pack are all flat zero. There are no negatives. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody good. else is a plus, but they're all negative. Like, as in zero, flat yeah, well, zero. But Aye, well that's good. You played what seven. do you think about Beck then? What do you think? Um, what do you do? What do you do? If it what was me, it was aye. If it was uh, you, if you were fit, if you had, yeah, I would. If you were a bit taller, a bit more handsome, you know. Uh, I'm just kidding, mate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do less teeth. What would I do? I, I would. I wouldn't change. I, I, you bring him in and you put him in the fourth, third, fourth line or whatever. I, I wouldn't. Why? Why would you change a eight-winning streak game formula? It doesn't make sense to me. If it's things start to run a bit dry, then that's when you make the change. But you don't make the change for the sake of making the change, if, yeah. in my opinion. But that's why we're sitting here recording this, and Fitzy's and doing the training. He's he's getting paid the big bucks. Well, the int- so. thing is, listen, mate, it'll be interesting because, like you said, I mean, you're right, but then. The other, th- the other way to look at it as well is you know you think well he's going to need ice time. You Would know, you change it? I know, but well, that's what my, saying, so my, so my, so, fourth, well, so my opinion is it's like how how quickly do I think I want him back up? You know, I think that so if he's going to be first line, then he's going to get a lot of ice time. How mm-hmm. much ice time do I think he needs? I might you know does the opponent factor in? We've only had one game this weekend. There could be other factors. You think so? You know what? It's an opportunity to get him back in and see maybe be a bit more put him in and try and see if that line is Colin says maybe it clicks even better maybe we go up a gear uh-huh. um, if it was me personally I probably wouldn't I would, I'd be inclined to third I'd line and to, drop a third line down to the fourth I line. probably and I think you know I think, then, yeah, I think oh. it'd be interesting to I don't know I, my, yeah, my, my opinion is I, I think I, I wouldn't me, I think when you're, you're rolling that well I wouldn't mess too much and the other the other 
angle to this or dimension yeah. is is you know could it be that maybe because Becca's role as a coach could it be that he's making an impact there I mean mm. when you're not playing Perhaps. it's a different because you know, you know mm. I've done it game. before I've, I've been a player manager and, I, and I've managed and I've played and I've done separately when you're a player it's, it's almost impossible to see things clearly because you, you're so focused in just doing your, your job as a player yeah. mm-hmm. so to be you know to try and add that dimension so having maybe that split a little bit is that helping I mean it could be so there could be an, an added dimension to that to say well actually Maybe the, the the value he's providing from a, a coaching perspective has been increased because he's not having to play. So it's See, interesting. I've got a kind of different opinion on it in a sense where if you bring a guy like Matt Bacon, as I said, yeah, okay, it could click, right? But what effect does that have on a guy like Lee Tamer who's been knocking his pan in, doing well, then you drop him down the lines? It could have a negative impact on a couple of lines. I of think that sends the, the wrong message. And if he's injured... And he's just coming back. If you put him in the top line, he's got he's going to have loads of ice time. You're probably better starting him in a lower line and, and gradually increasing him back into it again. So, I mean, he could make the lesser lines better. Yeah, it just um, depends which line. And you look at yeah, a line with the guys top, that are workers. Top, I haven't even seen the top. I mean, the top three. I mean, you've got. I mean, the top three lines at the moment. I think we're really settled. And you're right. If it's not broken, don't fix it. When you would change it is when it's not working. Yeah. So, but then you can have a guy like that that's just sitting. There. It's a really difficult why, kind of scenario. Why not? You could. You can. You can. Well, I, I no, think you can have a guy like that just sitting in the side. Why? Um, yeah. Why? Or you can. You can't just yeah. play him yeah. because he's called Matt Becker. No, but I'm not saying just play him. But what I'm saying is in. On on that money is that what you're talking about? I just think like. <laughs> but that's what I mean. That's you saying it's because he's Matt Becker. No, but he's a talented player. We all know that. You can't have. Yes, you know what I mean. It's. I mean, I suppose that this team at the moment has kind of defi- is the epitome of hard work always beats talent, and talent doesn't work hard enough. And we all said that, like the team that if Fitzy's running it, they're not going to have an off night. Mm-hmm. Um, they all. I mean, okay. I think the only downside I would say about him is he's he's having very kind of robotic interviews. They're very same same. Yeah, and to the, be fair, the we last, have we have some of the nights, last one was much better. Yeah, it was. Last one was much better than the I six think, before. I think he's relaxing into. It. I think yeah. it, it, it's new, but it's I think it's um, new to him as well. Exactly, but I think him. I think on the bigger thing, I think when I look at Tamer, you have to understand. I think sometimes, like when you move, when the guy gets a chance to move up the line, it's it's happened with Matt Hayward a lot. Is yeah. It, it they, they improve or look better because they're with better players, right? This yeah. is what happens. This effect. What can happen then is they drop down. It, it, they're playing with more confidence. It can have mm-hmm. a lasting positive impact as well. It's just being realistic. I agree with you, Phil. At the end of the day, if if that's what's working for the team, and that means Beck is a third liner. And here's the thing: if you've got Beck in a third line with like I don't know, it could be with Tansky, Tansky. or Hayward, right? Or those guys, right? You're going, you know, the, actually, well, well, the difference in that kind of setup is unlike other teams maybe that are less balanced if you've got three lines that are that good and you trust they're going to get more shared yeah. ice time right yeah. whereas if you've got a weak third line or a perceived weak third and fourth line yeah. the first two lines tend to play a lot more right yeah. so ideally you want to get to that because you know you know, Chris always says it and yeah, Chris isn't here tonight by the way I, don't know if <laughs> I didn't say that so we just broke the tradition here 
he's not here, right? He's not just been really quiet. Um, but yeah, so um, he always says, you know, he's never been really quiet. Yeah, he always says, you know, he's actually sleeping in the corner. Ah, he's sound asleep by like a baby. But um, yeah, fourth, you know, four, four line hockey tends to be three line hockey over the course of a season. Yeah. So all the better for us. But I think it it will be interesting if he's back tomorrow or whenever he's back. How fits he decides, you know, whether that's a like you say, because it might just be a. He's Matt Becker. He's on one of he's one of our top earners. He's expected to bring these points in. He's also the coach, and it might and it could be that, or it could be like you say, it's you know well, they, they decide, you know. the second line. Yeah, and he you can't tell me he's not one of the top earners. So yeah, yeah. it'll he, be interesting. He get dropped to the second line, and it seems to have improved his game. Yeah, it's just a pit, pit and Becker thing, isn't it? That that's the thing that makes me yeah. feel like is that that has been it's a like thing, Becker, and it's a proven thing. So it's like. It, you know, every well, every coach that's coaching must tend to put them on the. Pat you know. Becker and Ra all played in the same line when they were in the yeah. jail, so yeah. they've had that chemistry. Yeah. But and to be fair, in that line, like like Matty Roy, not Ra, Matty Roy, and um, and Scott Pitt, to be, I, I think they get up and down all right. Yeah, um, I, I think Pat, Pat, you know, Pat does. He's not the fastest, fastest, but I mean, but he's he's, he's, he's adapted not, yeah. his game to suit what he is, yeah. and see the thing about it is he can be trusted. He's strong as an ox, like you see him yeah. screening keepers. Yeah, but and he, yeah. he's a luxury guy. But he's luxury. What, 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 what I mean though is, but I think he, I think he plays responsibly. So yeah, I think yeah. I think what he does is he doesn't overcommit. I think his instincts good, so I think he doesn't get caught in like you see other guys we've had in the past, <laughs> like Grattan get caught way up, way out of the puck, yeah. and he's and it's. And it's a bad, yeah. it's a bad position because he's overcommitted. That's just a smart guy, though. I, I think he is smart. A smart so, player, right? exactly. So I think you can. It, it'll be interesting to see if they put those three together because you never know. I mean, maybe if they click, you could then go from being, you know, as I say, winning games two, one, three, two, three, one to being four. You know, that's that could be the. I mean, that's if you look. If if, if I was to ask you guys, what's the one improvement? That's probably the thing you'd say, right? You yeah. say scoring more goals, right? So maybe creating more grade-age opportunities, scoring more goals to put a bit more distance between us. I, yeah. don't, I don't care how many goals we score. As, as long, long as we score one more than another team, exactly. I'm, I'm exactly. happy. Exactly, that's it. You and, don't care. And uh, is making sure that that's what's happening. So Yeah, good. So that's all good with that. Yeah. Uh, so what about what about Coventry Blaze tomorrow night? So it's a, it's, a, it's a club, we're going for a club record. A club record it would be, the nine wins in a row. Um, I, I'm hoping that, and I'm sure I know it's a it's a Sunday game and it's a four thirty face off. But uh, hoping it'll be, I think there'll be a good good crowd there, and, and there'll be a great energy in the building as well as there has been. Yeah. What what do we think about the visit of the Blaze? Because they've um, yeah. yeah, a bit up and down, aren't they? Yeah. they uh, they've got guys like Blood Off. They've got the big boy Brawl. Blood Off scoring a lot of power play goals, so yeah, something to watch out for. That yeah. Swedish lad for the. Um, I think Blood Off scored the night. He did another power but play goal. Yeah, they're, yeah they're, he's their he's guy in the power play. I, I, I hated Danny Stewart as a player and I hate him even more as a coach um, at least he's not with Fife anymore though. no but even then he's like it's like the same he's, t- he's tainted with Fife but he's not yeah, with Fife he's still got the 12 fingers but um, the thing is like with Coventry when they're bad they get hammered but when they're good they're, they're excellent so I don't know I, they are and see, see to be fair 8 games in a row has been amazing if it isn't, it's not the end of the world if we'd lose it tomorrow night, right? And I know it's going for a club record and everything else, but they need to take that away aspect away from it and just treat it as another game. I think they will be. Fitzy will be saying he said it. I, I think they'll stick to their plan. They'll stick to it, and I, I, I don't, I don't see us like changing a lot. I think, 
I think the good thing about the Blaze is it's not like it, you know there's no team in the league now that's a gimme. So the good thing is you, you can't ever you're not ever looking at a game going oh that's a gimme, which is a good yeah. thing because you yeah. know when Edinburgh in the league it'd be like and I think that sometimes your level drops. But uh-huh. well, the um, team at the bottom yeah. of the league beat us seven two. Yeah, it'll be in, it'll be interesting. Though, I think sometimes to see when you've had this run of games and you have this kind of weird break, right? You know, one game a weekend. It'll yeah. be interesting to see whether we get a, a refreshness boost for that or whether because sometimes it can negatively impact because uh, you're in the rhythm of playing. You know, so would that be right in saying well I've seen Matt. Haywood spoke about it in an interview after the last mm. game there when they were talking about one and eight in a row and then Matt Haywood went on to say that we actually lost the next eight games after yes, that yes correct was there not a, a kind of we were like solid playing in that run and then the games died <laughs> down and then we yeah. just couldn't pick it up correct. again correct that's what happened yeah so and it's like that kind of yeah. Like, that's the well, kind you, of feeling just now. If anyone, if anyone's ever yeah, if anyone ever travel a lot, right? So it's like you're so busy, try, and then when it kind of slows down, you, that's when you kind of it, it impacts you more. You kind of feel I'm really tired, you know, because yeah. you're you're running on adrenaline a lot of time. Yeah. I'm not oh. saying that can go forever, but there can be a negative impact. So yeah. and, and but on the, on that interview, by the way, on that interview, by the way, absolutely love that. And my favorite yeah. post clan interview. Excellent. Like you saw that line, like they're all laughing and and, and pushing each other on, and like you know they were laughing because he would actually got to go, and Tansky was you know he <laughs> celebrated. It. it was sensational to see. I mean, it was just you could see. Those guys like really like it, genuinely like each other and push yeah. each other, and that's I thought it was amazing. It was good to see Sailor Port as well getting interviewed. That was the first I'd seen him speaking in yeah. front of the camera. But I mean, you I mean, it's it's just just that line you got I mean, so much love for that line. Definitely yeah. a team chemistry. You can see it a mile away. I mean, but yeah. the, what I liked about Tansky the the weekend, he scored that goal that was on the buzzer that get cat that was ruled out right. But what I found really funny was when Giants equalised, Liam Redox went down on the knee, sliding, giving it fist pumping the whole bit. When Tansky scored that goal, he actually repeated that celebration. <laughs> and I don't know if it was a kind of... <laughs> but, yeah, when you watch it, and then obviously he got his empty net goal on the Sunday, which kind of made up for it. But, yeah, it did, yeah. Um, but yeah, as I said, the power play, and the, <clears throat> the power play's been different. I don't know if you've noticed that as well, like... They're not just sticking two guys behind the net and hoping for the best. It's not dump and chase hockey all the time. It's not in the PK. The guys seem to work really hard. I mean, you've got guys like Matty Roy, if you want to call him that, and th- these boys are all getting. In. But I mean, he threw himself in front of about four or five pucks the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I, th- I it seems to be working. I just. I mean, it's going to come in the end at some point, but doesn't have to. Maybe well, not. Well, it doesn't have. Fitz to. is the messiah. It doesn't yeah, have to come it, to an it end. It doesn't. It doesn't have to, but to go unbeaten would be would be pretty pretty hard. But not unbeaten. Sorry, like going that run again would be virtually impossible. But I just think at the moment we were worried about losing that feel good factor when Pete Russell left. We were worried about oh how's Zach Fitzgerald going to do after the first couple of games. Everybody was like, nah, he's not got a clue what he's doing. I think he's, he's definitely, as I said to you before, he's played in leagues all around the world. He's got to have some sort of well, it's, tactical ability. It's working It's working at the moment. See, um, and and yeah. in his um, post-match interviews, when we were, getting, we were losing the games against Belfast, Cardiff, Dundee, etc., he was... He kept going on. They kept like talking about this. The team sticking to the systems. I'm proud of them. They're doing what I'm telling them. To be fair, he stuck to his guns, yeah. and he said the same things over and over. And 
when we're winning, he's saying the, the same things. And at the time, <laughs> I kind of thought, you don't know what you're talking about here, mate, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah, I agree for but that. But to be honest, he's seen them every single day in training. So he is, we, we, we can only judge on what we see on a Saturday, on a Sunday or whatever, in the 60 minutes. So it was almost like a difference of opinion that we had to what he had. And because we think we know we are saying he's wrong and we're right. But when you, he's obviously been seeing it every day in, in training. So, yeah, it's yeah. just a, 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 the, the fact that he has seen them and we're not seeing them. So he actually did know. He, he was right and we were wrong is what I'm trying to say, but we can only judge on the 60 minutes that we see. But you've got, like, when I think it happens in any season, like, when you have a group of players coming in, you can have the same core, there's always going to be new faces. If he's got a system that he's trying to implement, you will still get guys that are trying to do their own thing. Like, they'll think, well, this isn't working just now, so I'm going to do something different. And until it works, that's when everything clicks together. Mm-hmm. So I think... Like he's been running a system yeah. and maybe he's not had buy-in from a few people because he kept using the term or oh, the guys are buying in the guys are buying oh, in jeez <laughs> honestly that, well, if I hear but, it again honestly but that, that that aspect in the first we know they're buying games, in we get it the aspect of the first We're all of games is sometimes you get maybe get these guys like maybe Rowe for example who's came from a higher league thinking actually this won't work I've, I've done X, Y, Z now subconsciously I'm not saying he's doing it just to be an arse but he's doing it like as in because he thinks he maybe it would make a difference in that point in the game and now the guys are actually sticking to what they're being told yeah. and not maybe being robotic but they're doing it, the system it seems to be working and he'll have plans I mean he'll know what other guys are thinking he's played against these guys before he's played he's played against the guys teams before so yeah I mean you've got to give Fitzy a bit of credit I mean he's at the start of the season, I think everybody was worried thinking yeah. after the Dundee game. I, I, I give him all the credit. We kind of tore him a new one last time we recorded. We are absolutely loving the, the run that we're on now and it is because they're playing the system that he has got he's asked them to play to. So all hail Fitzy on this one it's I like agree, an yeah. amazing an yeah. amazing uh, month yeah. of hope I, th- I, think, I think we doubted him but I think I think we we, we, we discussed wait, wait, it wait, and wait, said wait wait wait, 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 wait. you guys doubted uh, him uh, 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 no, no, no there was back, facts appearing back, as well listen so. back mate I'm sorry <laughs> after watching those anyone who didn't would have, I would have declared as insane because <laughs> it was so bad right but the point is like you say Phil here's the thing at the time we said that we were massive concerns but again it was all about sticking behind that you, you want to make him you want to do well and, and then just had to turn we, we said that those road games were going to be defining right because we could have easily gone those road games and got zero points right at that point Pete given yeah get, given given how confidence level was after those two yeah. games but I think the other thing as well in this league is like the other factor is you, you get these guys in like you know like Rowe these guys Laporte you know their own reference on word of mouth and some video you know mm-hmm. so until you get the guy in and you learn about who the guy is and then you actually like you say see him and then you see him in you know seeing him in a competitive game is different as well than yeah. in training to see what they're actually when the pressure's on and the crowd's there mm-hmm. totally different and playing against guys that you know it's so you know and getting used to the league so I think the good thing is that you said for respect to Fitzy because he didn't panic he had belief in what he was doing yeah. and I think that the, the, the worst thing for me would be would be like reactive changes to yeah. that's the thing at least stick to your guns and go right you know I think you know 
the, the, the worry we had is we'd heard this before from a certain other coach that we had, right? About similar stuff, right? You hear the same things. So it, it's it's impossible for us to know. We can only judge it by the hockey we see. At that point, the hockey we saw was, you know, at the beginning of the season was, was concerning. And now all of a sudden, I think, I think what he's done is with the group he's got, he's found a way to be competitive. Yeah. That's what I think is the credit to him is he's found a way to be competitive. And one final point I'll make is, which is something that Phil picked up on that was... I think we sent a tweet about it. Was you're talking about the you know like you know it's going to end at some point. Was the the, the post interview with Tansky, my favourite moment ever. You know, seven in a row doesn't get any better than that, Scott. And he's like, well, eight would be nice. <laughs> so we all have to just believe it can yeah. go on forever, right? You know, it's uh, that's literally one of my favourite. This is why we love Scott Tansky. Like, you know, just uh, yeah. Well, see, see, add as well, just briefly, as Craig Moore has been excellent. Yeah. See, yeah, he's been a huge upgrade on Sullivan. Had a bit of a rocky start as well. He had a wee bit but, of rocky start. I mean, yeah. The other night with Redox, he he robbed Redox at left, right, and centre. And for me, he's been very steady. You wouldn't know he was a British defender, and that's no disrespect to Brit defenders. Yeah, but he's he's basically he looks. He, you would you don't look at a place like next to an import. Yeah, yeah. I agree with he's you. Been, he's been excellent. I, I, I remember at the breaks we were sitting chatting. And um, I was talking to it was none of us, it was just one of the other lads for the um, for the hockey received the interval. And we we're talking about the Brits and he says, I'd rather we we're just talking about Moore to Sullivan mm. and they were say the guy was saying, he says, I'd rather have a a big average sized Brit than a small average sized Brit because you know what you're gonna get and that's the way I kinda looked at the Moore thing. But Moore is contributing as well. He's not just a boy, a big body. He's we get so much more out of him. Zach Sullivan was a good servant and he done his best every time he laced up. But but we definitely get more out of more than what we 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 did with Zach Sullivan. Already, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. already. Yeah, and even when he did it, because uh, because he, he can he physically he can compete with any yeah. any forward in the league. Yeah, Zach Sullivan couldn't. Unfortunately, and uh, I think it's it's been a, a massive upgrade that one. Yeah, very important, especially with it being a D man because he does see a lot of ice. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. So in, in the league, is there so Bar Dundee because we played them that we only played them twice and they beat us twice. And I don't think we've not played Coventry yet. Mm-hmm. I don't believe is that right. I don't think we've been down there. So apart from that, have we beaten everyone else? Mm, pretty much. I'm trying to think of anyone else we've not beaten. We've beaten Devils, beaten Belfast. Guildford? Sheffield. Not played Guildford, right. okay. So yeah, just just the reason I ask interesting because so we've beaten every or most teams, so we know we can do that. The Dundee thing, it'll be interesting to see when that comes around mm. again because the, they, they do play a different style, yeah. you know, and that's very different. So and you know, it, that that's interesting. And then Guildford, we know all well from, from past seasons where we've had to, to historically not matched up incredibly well against them because of the way they play and then yeah. so the Blaze is the only so there's only really one other unknown quantity outside the Blaze which will be the Flames because we have already played Dundee so um, and there's nothing we've seen this season that's that looks frightening from anyone else yeah. in my opinion and you know Sheffield I know I, I have a lot of scoring power but mm. defensively I think they're they're well, suspect we, so yeah so and, and like Cardiff and Belfast look like there's Belfast are stuck really struggling to generate you know scoring um, and they, they will make changes yeah. Belfast, yeah. I, I, I'm going to predict it within the next fortnight. You see Cardiff, Belfast, and uh, maybe not them make another change. I don't know, but I, I, I generally see Belfast and Cardiff. They'll make changes quickly. They will not wait. 
yeah, I think they, they oh, won't, I, I, won't I, be panicking. It'll be Cardiff yet. to be quicker to make a change than Belfast. I, I think so. I just think Keith's a. I don't know. They're not scoring goals. Uh, I think. I think though he might. He might think he can shuffle lines and you find chemistry. Mm. And I know what you mean. I, you see, I just I think, think the, the, the Cardiff owners. I think yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. I think the Cardiff owners will step in, yeah. um, and be eager to what, give. What do we think of the Devils then? What, what do we think? I mean, it's, it's about stripping. I, I no, they're not. Actually, I mean, I've not <laughs> even when even when the beers down there when we watched it. Yeah, we said they that. They uh, even though they, I says, I, I remember saying myself. They won and they beat us, but they never impressed me that night. Exactly, yeah. Uh, we yeah. felt they'd another gear. Did we feel they'd another gear because they're the Cardiff Devils? Because that's the name of their team. I d- I'm not so sure they d- they do uh, have another gear at the moment. I find their supporters are extremely arrogant, and I, not all of them. There's a, f- a number on Twitter that are very feel they've got the God-given right to win everything, right? That's, but that's what happens when your team's no, left. I get that. Well, do you know, it doesn't matter. We got in a robot. That means, I think, by the Devil's fans' math, will not be... Will we'll not be in be NHL ma- next year. No, no, no. I think, I think Matty Roy will, Matty Roy will be on the, the cover of NHL video game next year, right? Yeah. Probably, I think, going at this yeah, rate. So, I mean, yeah, I think he'll be on the... the or, or maybe Colleen will be on the cover. Yeah. yeah. So, but they, they, yeah. they have this... NHL 21. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not, not in them as well. Can I, I know maybe we're saying how, how we will... Neil Black's B team and we were beating them and I'm thinking because you guys have this I, I suppose it's like this big man ego if you would call it that they're, they're very they're not looking at the bigger picture like see if you actually look at the way their team's set up Cardiff I watched the Champions League games on um, on the TV and the place was empty like there, there, there was home of, games then I had loads of empty seats and you're thinking how are they filling that? They're not filling, They're obviously not playing attractive hockey because that would be jammed to the rafters, right? And then you're looking at Belfast and again, I don't know about you, but there must have been about 6,000 empty seats and you're thinking if that was in Brayhead, it would be packed. I mean, look when we played Ingolstadt and Vile Lakers. Now, Vile gave us an absolute tanking in Vile, but yet we still filled the, the entire arena when they came over here. Mm. And I think that, I mean taking a drop in another game just while I'm ranting I felt bad for Lakowitz I had a testimonial for Nottingham and again when I looked at that there must have been about 800 people there after that and it's kind of shame on Nottingham Panthers I I, I didn't even know it was there until they actually posted the pictures after it was done Mm. there was no no media nothing Um, so that's where maybe we're kind of lucky in a sense because Matt Haywood's testimonial stuff is getting pushed by the club. Yeah. Oh, that'll be that'll be. I mean, every, every, <coughs> any club fan that's been there for Matt the past Keith's couple of years back. at least will, will be. Matt Keith's well, stuff and that is just you know Haywood. You know everyone just you know as in just like a club man. Like we don't have a better club man. Yeah. We have ever and he's, yeah. you know that and that in this league is so rare that, you know yeah. it's just gonna it's gonna be well received by the fans. But I just yeah back to the point of the other teams. We said before, you know, Nottingham Sheffield rebuilding goaltending yeah. issues. I, I, Cardiff, Belfast, you know. I, I was just going to say, see, see, since like, since I can remember going to, since I've been going out of hockey, the last two to three years, it's the first time I've seen consistently where one or two of the top four are really struggling. Yeah. And it's really good for the league. <laughs> totally, um, yeah. Because any but the years previous to that, it was they were it was they, the top four filled the top four spaces, 
uh, finished in the league normally. So it's really, it's, I just feel it's really good for the league that us um, and Guildford are getting up there and getting in the mix and getting in the, the arena team's faces. Um, just, just, it's just good to be. Yeah, I know. Dis- displacing them. Like, yeah, I think I think with like Bell, I, I think is I think I actually think you know I think this is the only year I can think where you're kind of looking because every other year you've there's, there's been like the Devils have been amazing, the like, Giants are really good, like you know, there's always been that you kind of that ominous feeling of you can see early they're just a different they've got yeah. that level that gear. Not this, that so well, far. this year you're kind of looking going. Sometimes it, you know what you see is the Champions Hockey League having it. It does have an impact, and then. I have my my opinion based on what I've seen is that Belfast will find the rhythm and their scoring rhythm, mm-hmm. and I think they'll become mm-hmm. difficult. I think they'll they'll become pretty powerful in the league. I still don't think Owen's yeah. a great netminder. No, I'm, I'm not great, but I think they're, they're He's defense- not the best Kirwani they were used to him last year, and I don't think they need they don't need a best. I, I just don't think the Devils. I think that they're good enough. They don't necessarily rely on that as much as other teams need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they will come good. I think Sheffield if they. Sort defensively, they, they there's a threat there just from the firepower they have. Where, yeah. you know, I think that's you know, whereas Cardiff, it, it just there seems to be something I don't know that's not there that's been there in previous years. And Nottingham, I, I think, will you know, I think will certainly be in the top five, but I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see them, struggle. I don't see them pushing. Who's this Nottingham? Not yeah, I think Nottingham have got I mean, bigger I, problems. I don't yeah. see them top five. No. They, they, they style the hockey they were playing. It just but I think they'll make changes like you said I, I can't see them letting it run already. yeah um, I think it'll happen I think they'll bring some guys in or make some moves but but yeah I mean I think you're right everybody's going to be everybody but see when you're looking at these top I think this is probably the first season that I, I can remember where you actually think not just from your perspective I don't think any team fears any team everybody can get beat by anybody and I think that's really good for the league I think it's excellent for the yeah. league because you're not thinking now. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to we've got to go down to like Dundee, for example. We've got to go to Cardiff. They went down to Cardiff and beat Cardiff in Cardiff. Nottingham tonight went see, to Cardiff see, and beat Cardiff in Cardiff. See, see what you're saying there. <clears throat> and you touched on it a bit earlier. Do you think it's harder for your Cardiffs and your Belfast just when you were we were talking about when we were going to play Edinburgh and you feel we, as a player you can relax a bit getting into that game. Now that the league is so competitive, do you think the the Cardiffs and the Belfast struggle to get up for every single match because it is such a... No, they're professional athletes. They if they do, they shouldn't be doing that job. Well, I don't know. I, I, not, not the new signers, obviously, but the guys that have been there, just they're probably going, well, yeah, we go to Brayhead yeah. and we, we do win there every time. Yeah, they're, they're human beings. I think, I think the stigma, you know, I think teams like Dundee and Coventry particularly and, and, and maybe, you know, I think, you know, maybe last year, you know, might have maybe changed their mind about us a little bit, but, you know, the year before that, you can understand why they thought that about us because they, they were coming and winning comfortably. But, yeah, I, I mean, there's a, I think I think there's an element of that, but, I, but I, like I say, I don't think, I think the coaches, you know, I think Keith and, like, Lord are, are, are long enough on the tooth there, I think, to, to understand that, you know, maybe that's not the case. I think the challenge, I, I look at it like, I think Nottingham Sheffield have the same challenges. They've, they're trying to, Put them elevate themselves back up, but the, the the problem sometimes is there's not always a quick fix, yeah. and if it feels like they're both looking for the quick fix, which mm-hmm. can not always turn yeah. out well. Whereas with Cardiff and Belfast, there's been some 
But I mean, you know, Darcy Murphy left, you know, and uh, there's there's been some small changes, mm-hmm. and they brought but they brought people in like Ben Lee. I mean, so it's not like you're going wow, massive downgrade, right? You're going well, he's pretty <laughs> awesome, right? You know, so but they just it just seems to be like there's just they're not you know like say Ben Skrowani's left, which you know as much as they don't or need to rely, you know, no matter what you say, owing to him, there is a definite gulf. Oh yeah. So it, it's it's those little bits and pieces that that kind of go that you just kind of look and think it could just be a couple of key cogs it's just instead of them being exceptional being that different level they're they're just a bit closer you know and then the rest of the thing I think that the season always lands on is injuries you know it's it's, it's big in this league because you, you don't have depth of squads yeah. so if you get lucky with injuries and you have a, a fairly good run like we did and then we had a bad run at the end of last year mm-hmm. you can it can really elevate you versus a team like you know even if Belfast took a couple of you know they, they'd struggle to cope you know maybe they'd bring people in but even then it's harder to find guys of the same calibre so yeah I think it's. I think it's going to be. It's, it's the way the league's shaping up. It's going to be interesting. I think. I think there's going to be a, a pack of you know five teams that that certainly for a good period will be close enough, which I think is great for the league rather than having a situation where teams break away quickly and you feel like you know. You'd much rather be where you are now than be the bottom and try and chase. But always, yeah, of course. You want to be at top, always be at top. Right? I mean, you want to be there. And I think the good thing is for us is we've got a tough road. Uh, experience out the way so we've had some yeah. when you look at some of the on paper some of the toughest fixtures so. yeah um, aye definitely yeah. it's we yeah. must have a run of home games yeah. coming up yeah see just to add next Sunday there's got to be a fight between Gardner and Spiner <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> see if I go to that game there's no fight I'm going to fight one of them yeah <laughs> absolutely like no, it's got to happen. No. Well, good stuff, guys. Well, I think we'll wrap up there. I think it's been a good chat, and um, looking forward to going tomorrow night. And uh, so, you know, all I'd say is, folks, let's pack the barn out, and yep. fingers crossed, we get the get the nine in the row, right? Yeah. Yep. So, I'm on the clan. <laughs> <laughs>